Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. Hmm. Yes. I think 34 was a good year for me. <laughs> I like that fact. I like that fact. When did I feel my sexiest? Hmm. Might have been 34. They could be right. Hi, this is Jay Ossing from Twin Peaks The Return. You're listening to Inspirato Projecto. Interesting writing on them and crazy packaging. Mm -hmm. So next year is... I'll just say, you tell them about Japanese uh, roulette. Mm-hmm. Roulette. Mm-hmm. Gas station roulette. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. And just, at, just at the gas stations and stuff. We, we, you know, it's like a lot of it we couldn't read, so it's, we didn't know what we were going to get. So it was just roulette, you know. Oh, wow. 7-Eleven roulette. Wow. That's a good way of putting it, because you're like, okay, well, we're gambling here. What's going to happen? <laughs> It wasn't really so much like a gas station, it was like the convenience stores. Well, oh, gotcha. They feel like gas stations. Like, like gas stations are, are usually convenience stores. Mm. Two. Mm. They have 7 Elevens in Japan. Far healthier selections, too. Like, yeah. A lot of the pre made food that you saw in Marokai, that's what you see in, good. in uh, 7 Elevens. And the soft egg sandwiches. Mm. And the white bread, you know, like the fluffy. It's like they whip the egg and then put mayo on it. Wow. It's so good. Mm-hmm. If you don't mind buying cold food, you can actually eat quite cheap in Japan. Mm. A ramen's usually about eight dollars. Cheaper over here than it, cheaper over there than it is over here. Mm-hmm. But and then again, it was also four years ago, so prices may have gone up. You know, you never, never know. But um. What's interesting is that they always seem to be on the cutting edge of, uh, of technology, of like really just going, okay, what are our imaginations? Now let's just go ahead and try to recreate that. And it's, there's no question of the dynamics of it so much as the, the desire to actually see it created into real life. And well, it's amazing. What, 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 what makes me wonder, like, why don't we see more of a Japanese space force? Dude. I've said this for so same thing for so many years. They should have a robot walk around up there, not just this little like probe that's like yeah yeah, but like a freaking walking robot. Do we as Americans just have more money? I mean, or I more expensive? I wonder if we did a contract like maybe made them to where like contracted that will attack you if you try to build anything. Up oh my there. god! Oh my god! Who knows? Right, like some secret thing, right? Yeah. 
Like, don't you dare try like, it. We. Not? They're so advanced. Like, it's it's unreal. I don't understand. If there's advancements that are a couple of decades or God knows how far into the future that exists that I'm sure the public doesn't know about. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, one of those things that's really interesting, too, is, like, when it comes down to the advancement of, of, of man, I mean, when we were kids, we we were told that, you know, what, what was it, like, um, a colony on Mar on, on, actually, just on the moon was just around the corner. Right. And we never got that, of course. But one of the really interesting things about that is... Now we have this privatization of space to where uh, just about anybody can go out there. And uh, if they have the money to reach out and start sort of their own system. So in a lot of ways, it's not, it's governments that are essentially putting on the, down, down, the, uh, down the road work. But it's, it's now private enterprises and money that are going to be the thing that really gets us out there. And I'm still trying to decide on whether or not that's a... That's a good thing. Like, do I want? Do I really want to see Elon Musk's vision of of Mars? So far, my answer is yes. Yes, I do. Um, but what would you know? What would a what would a what would so? Let me try to think of a what would Monsanto's do on Mars? You know, mm. it's like mm-hmm. it's it's that that kind of question. Like, do we really want to see the complete privatization? Um, so yeah. Hey, Tara, are you able to lift up on there? Mm. No. Is it not working? Okay. What do you suppose the reasons are behind why why they have not tried to put moon bases on on the moon? Money. Um, and the moon, and I would say too, just out of a sort of an educational guess, uh, well, the moon, for one thing, has a lot of issues. Um, like, uh, for instance, there is a, uh, uh, God, what is it? Oh, well, how do I explain? Uh, the moon, uh, the, the dust in the moon, for instance, is like mm-hmm. glass. Um, Ooh. Interesting. It, over time, and it's really dusty. It's very dirty. I just managed a big, imagine a big beach, but it's more of a of a or like yeah, more like a bunch of minerals and everything that are like like microscopic razor blades. Oh boy! Oh geez! It's like glass, basically. That that's that's on there, and the dirt on there is like is is very reminiscent of that. So that's why we can't build a base on there. That's why we can't have nice things, damn it. So actually one of the reasons... We got glass on the ground. I think that's one of the reasons why we haven't been able to go back. Is Don't they just it, send up a dude with a sweeper? He just sweeps it up. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> no problem, Obrosif. I also think that's one of the reasons, too, why when every time that we've sent a... That they sent a drone up there, why it's eventually broken down or whatnot. I mean, I know like the, they said the Chinese one lost... Uh, power or whatnot. That was okay. Yeah, they certainly didn't turn it off. Um, yeah, they didn't turn it off. <laughs> they didn't hack into it it's and turn it off. Not, it's still not running up there. Uh, maybe. Oh no. No, no. I'm just thinking like they, it's like oh no, the poor thing lost power. But like, I, I can imagine them hiring some some space hackers to uh, <laughs> space right, hackers. Right. That's actually a good sci-fi. But yeah, I can imagine some space hackers like stopping their robot entirely from right. having a transmission. We're like, ah, oh, block right. that one. 
But anyway, so they, they so the Chinese they had a a, a, a drone up there, and yeah, it just it was, lost power. I think it was called by. Oh shit! Actually, give me one moment. I'm gonna do something real quick. Put it in. I don't do that right here. We need the whole car. car it's interesting. That sign almost looked like it said R turn. I think the, I think like the motor an R that, turn. I think the motor on that burned out. Whoa! Oh, shoot! Uh -oh. Sorry. I think the motor on that burned out, which is fine. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Do you know how much it costs to get the get one of those fixed? Like right under 300 feet. Doesn't it like R turn? It's actually. <laughs> oh, it is R turn. It is R turn. I was imagining it, it wasn't a U-turn, it was an R-turn. And it's like, no U-turns allowed, only R-turns. And it's like, oh my god! How do I learn how to even make an R-turn? Now it's R-turn. So interesting. Now it's R-turn. R-turn. It almost sounds like a soap opera name. R-turn. Now for another episode of R-turn. That's awesome. My lady. My 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 sir. Was it my sir? What was it? My lady, my Wow, sir. what if you did like a medieval times kind of, kind of, uh... My lord, my lady. Soap opera. Like it's shot just like with camcorders and it's like a medieval times kind of soap opera. My lady. Has anything been like that before? My yes. Lord. My lady. <laughs> lady. Well, we can't use that though. My lady. Because that's from something. My, my lord. lord. My lord. My lady. My, my woman. My man. My man. <laughs> my woman. My dick. Oh. My dame. Yeah. Flamingo on Max Payne. It's not gonna work. Do you remember the flamingo? Oh, it's not gonna work. It was like, Strangely synchronistic. There's I think our window just broke. Oh boy. That's a sign from the universe. <laughs> so the tablets of Toth, they talk about. Uh, it, they say that if you keep reading them and reading them and reading them, you should be able to, you know, you'll get more out of it each time because it's just layered in symbolism and metaphors and all kinds of crazy stuff. Do you think there's any chance that uh, some of that stuff is? Backwards messages too. Why not? Uh, Crowley used to say, uh, if whenever you approach the occult, uh, approach it backwards. Uh, Walking into the Nephi backwards. That's one thing that made me think about that because Crowley, he was. Um, you talk about yeah, speaking backwards, huh? Yeah. Well, well, like it's the idea of, of don't necessarily do something one way. Do it two way. Just try, try to approach something, even if it's just simply on a philosophical level. Approach it from two different paths. Approach it from the front way, and approach it from uh, the opposite way. Um, and that was really Crowley's type of uh, aspect. It's like, well, why do we have to do this ritual this way? Why not have a naked woman in the middle of the court? Oh, there oh, you go. Yes. But um, and then we all get to take turns. No, 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 <laughs> no Crowley, no. Um, but uh, it's, uh, it's. Uh, yeah, I, I could totally see that being a, uh, a sort of method, uh, uh, what, what would you call it, a uh, so modality, oh, a, what? Know, a, what? A, a sort of modality of approaching modality. Um, that, that sorts of work. Yeah, but do tell. I'm curious. Well, that's what I was curious about. I was wondering if maybe there would be some backward or even upside down. Maybe that's another method, too. Has you ever talked about that? Was there any? Uh, actually, yeah. Upside well, down uh, writing. Sort of, so to speak, to make it look like it's right side up, you know. But maybe I would imagine that would be a, a part of the backwards, uh, the backwards approach. I, I, I could definitely see that. Now, what about upside down and backwards? Did he talk about that? Because that, that's like a triple fractal. Every, every, it's kind of funny. Like whenever you look at kanji, um, sometimes like you know, you could, you know, when when you place it 
you know, this it's supposed to be this part's upright and this part's upside down. Could be the same type of concept. It's like, you know, what if certain letters or whatnot are what we're looking at are are, are, are that or even geometry or philosophy is we're, bo- we're both looking at something backwards and upside down. Religion, you know, or whatnot. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've never heard of anything like that myself and everything, but the, 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 the perception of that is very fascinating. Like, so, yeah. It's interesting to me to think that always and every ways is, is, I mean, it's just like the Force in Star Wars. Those guys were so prophetic um, that the force, the force, use the between, use the in-between, the force, and um, it's not good, it's not bad. You know, we've heard all the time that uh, there's no built-in meaning to anything. It's just whatever belief system we're deciding to put, you know, whatever value systems we're putting upon that element, whether it be that word or, you know, oh, sign, oh, I'm terribly scared of signs, get me away, you know. The other person's like, I love signs, let me study this architecture. Uh, Another guy's like, oh, I like the colors. So it's interesting how all of those at once are right there, ripe for the picking at any second, at any time. And it's just whatever we want to be drawn to. I mean, it's really whatever permission we're enabling to give ourselves to to pick from those options. And it's beautiful and amazing when we realize that kind of power that we have in each of our hands. Totally. And since all of those possibilities, like I was watching this little video on Instagram about a guy, he goes, you know, close your eyes and imagine yourself with a hundred million dollars what would you be doing with that hundred million dollars who would you who would you be giving some of it to how can you can you imagine that because if you can imagine that just as we've been noticing today that becomes this you know this beacon that that brings it back to that spot like hey i'm over here you know (laughs) and so it becomes this this sort of beacon to that possibility that's already out there it's like you're throwing the bait on the hook so to speak right and I mean, God, just that idea is so exciting. I mean, I think like when we hang out with a, a tribe of, of folks like yourselves who are just as enthralled and enthusiastic and excited about the synchronicities, all those, the coincidence, deja vu, yada, 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 all that great jazz of the universe, uh, those things move faster. The imagination grows even quicker um, and more nuances get to thrown in there just by just by pure happenstance since everyone's kind of tuned into that same kind of harmony. Do you notice that? Yeah, absolutely. And it comes down to uh, the sorts of people that you meet, uh, the sorts of opportunities that you begin to manifest from those people that you meet. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, excitement is a is a huge part of that as well. Um, playing with the imagination. Um, a lot, and, and it's kind of funny because I have to be careful when I say the word imagination because there's a lot of people that say imagination is fake. It's not. Imagination's a, a, a notepad, a... a a working table, a sort of a canvas yeah. for you to be able to manifest art. Yeah. And that story or that gnaw that that you're creating with inside of your mind is really important. Like, what is the story that you were telling about yourself right now? And how aligned with it is it in your current path or your current surrounding um, 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 availability of opportunity? Mm-hmm. We all hope to to all of a sudden wake up in the morning and be on easy street. But the reality of it is that each of each and every single one of us have to work hard to get there. Yes. But we can, st- we can work hard and we can a sort of network with one another to help us get to the next spot. And we already do that. A friend gets you a job somewhere. A, uh, 
um, a, uh, uh, um, uh, this individual that you meet randomly points you to this direction where you get this free education for yourself, and suddenly you, you know, your life is that much more for the better. I mean, it, it happens. So, for me, at least, it's, it's one of those things of just being present enough to kind of see the next step and having enough presence to pass it on to the next person. Because every step is kind of like a pillar. We, we hand it, we hand yeah. the opportunity to, to, the, to, the, yeah. to the next individual. Yeah, yeah. We don't, you know, no, not, not everyone, you can't stay up on top of the mountain, for, you know, philosophically speaking, you can't stay up on top of the mountain forever. You're going to die up there. You need to come <laughs> back down the mountain and have sustenance. Also, other people need to be up on the mountain too. It's important for us as a collective species to, it's not necessarily the aspect of sharing our successes, but sharing the opportunity or the, the perception to gain that opportunity. There's a, there's a conspiracy in, in, within education uh, saying that, um, well, for the most part, any, like, it wouldn't be that hard for countries that, like, what was it, giant holders of money mm-hmm. to forward education to the point to where by the next generation, the, the, the generation being born now, we would see a space fairy society. Not only that, but it's a type one society. So within our lifetime, me speaking this, just turning 40 about, you know, a few months ago, um... I would see this space-faring society, and it would be brought on by the by the children who are yet to be educated, you know, on a high school problem, uh, high school and college level, uh, just with an increase in funds and 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 edu- and, 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 and in in education. Um, yeah, it's kind of strange how we have, we as a species, a hundred years later, we're still vast majority of our uh, of our our finances are being pushed forward into arms and against each other mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just it's the weirdest thing it's, it's yeah it's sort of like this uh, this uh, this old model that needs to be um, let go of anyway sorry I'm going well, on uh, which, a reverend tangent well which reminds me is that uh, yeah you are the reverend after all the Mr. Rogers movie, I think, came at a very important time. Have you seen that documentary, Tara? Have you seen that yet? Mr. Rogers documentary? Yeah, yes. I want to see it, though. Because I watched that all the time when I was a kid. Yes. Oh, my God. That one puppet, what, what was her name? Hello, King oh, Friday. Oh, no. Hello, Prince Tuesday. Uh, oh, Prince Tuesday. Uh, there was King Friday, though, wasn't it? Uh, was oh, gosh. Was it his wife? Oh, my gosh. I can't remember. God, it's been so long. Oh my but that documentary is so beautiful. It it's so awesome. Um, it came at just a perfect a time because it's all about this positivity and imagination, mm-hmm. creation, he and was creativity. Amazing. He, he was. Amazing. was. I did see the piece where, like, there was that uh, the guy in the show, the black guy on the show that was the postman, like, gave him a specific part because um, he was a man of color. And then he, um, also he was gay, I think, on top of that. Mm-hmm. And that Mr. Rogers kind of hinted at, like, you know, all that being fine, you know, but he didn't say it. Like, it was just, like, insinuating, but you really got what he was talking about. Um, but stood up for him. I mean, he did a lot of stuff that was very And all of his crew, like, when they interview him, the crew is just so... they just You could tell how much they loved creating that show. You see him, like, monkeying oh, yeah. around behind the scenes and laughing and doing silly stuff. And 
it's just like wow and it came at just such a perfect time where there's this more of an upsurgence I'm seeing peeking through of optimism um, through the corners, you know, just waiting for people to really notice it. You know, it's like waving. It's going, I'm right here. You know, it, uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. it's, I think like if we were to apply Mr. Rogers, uh, movies, if we were to watch those at least one a day at the whole family, Holy moly, could you imagine how awesome society would be? Oh, geez, if they all, like, listened to that, yeah. that watch that. And yeah. applied that nutrition, applied that, that information, my goodness. You could, also, you, could, you could also take the very same <laughs> concepts and everything and apply them to, like, a YouTube structure. Um, YouTube is interesting. Um, there's, a, there's a sort of zeitgeist that changes uh, every couple of years. Like, the sort of shows that get, like, 25 million views. Oh yeah, like there's um there's this guy on YouTube. I forget his name, but he's he's seen as he's thought to be the funniest guy on YouTube. He's in his twenties, and when you watch his YouTube video, he's not funny. He's really, really, really good at marketing between the eight-year-olds, the twenty-four-year-olds, who are the vast majority of viewers on YouTube right now. And then the world effect of that, or the echo of that, is anything that is popular in America tends to be popular around the world as well, or tends to be watched. Or I shouldn't say tends to. Uh, that's a really that's a really hard. Well, like it's passed on. Like it's that's passed the... on around the world. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say popular around the world, but it's passed on to different places. It's seen in more places around the world. So. Everyone knows who motherfucking Logan Paul is, mm. unfortunately. And, yeah. and he's just as... He's like the, he's like the Jerry fucking Springer of, of, of the new zeitgeist. Mm. Like, back in the day when everyone was like going, oh my God, people around the world are watching Jerry Springer. Now it's Logan Paul. Uh. Now, now it's Jess. Now it's these YouTube personalities and everything that get a lot of heads. Jess is a little older, but... Um, New York film. It's one of those things, too, where, like, there are so many individuals and everything that have, that have the ability to really affect change on a fundamental level. And it's in L.A. And a lot, and, and strangely enough of it, a lot of it is also hinting at, a lot of it's coming from YouTube. We're driving, right now, we're driving through uh, one of the third chakras of the world, Burbank. Ooh. And, uh, and... Warner Brothers is nearby. There's a tour van going. Oh, I love it! Wow. Studios. You just now looked at the three most famous people oh, in the world, that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah. Taking out the the, the the two most famous people in the world, uh, the cartoon characters. <laughs> oh my God, that's Bugs, awesome. Bugs Bunny and Donald. Oh my Daffy. God. And then there's Daffy. Sorry, why did I say Daffy? Whoa. Stop, stop saying. It's crazy. Oh, that's so cool. And here is one of the studios. Only in Hollywood. Yeah. Oh my God! Isn't this awesome that we get we live in a in in this area where people come here all and in all over the place. And now we're just gonna drive. And just no, not that. Look at this. You this could is just, amazing. You could just drive in right there. Like, yeah, I'm here for my sitcom. Yep. No. Oh yeah, Studio B, right this way. Isn't that where you're wanting to turn in your press kit for Ash Aria? Uh, you know, I don't know if Warner, if Warner's studio would actually be as open to uh, Ash Aria. Um, I, I, I have this sort of fear 
that mm-hmm. I am too old. And uh, that is not true. But mm-hmm. I existed in a, uh, in a professional world to where once you reached 26 and you weren't in a signed band, it just all went downhill. Huh. And I, uh, I, I've, worked in, I've worked in professional circuits to where I, I, I've, 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 worked, I've worked in professional bands. But that that sort of and 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 that and that and that and there's plenty of ways in order to leave. Oh, that's Warner Brothers Records right there. That's where you. Should I just walk in right now and talk? Yes. CD. Dude, Warner Bros. Rex. I'm with Asher, our lead singer. Hello. And you can record the whole thing. Warner Bros. Rex. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can sing it right now for you if you like. like, Hey, Warner Brothers, you're famous now. (laughs) (laughs) I just made you kids famous in my podcast. I just made you a million dollars. (laughs) (laughs) Give me money. Don't say I never gave you nothing. Watch this. Everyone (laughs) sent me a dollar. I just made another million. (laughs) (laughs) Watch this. Yeah, it's crazy. You're right. It's so interesting, especially with this invention of smart TVs, fire sticks, etc., so forth, where you can watch YouTube on there. You can, and and then you know maybe the YouTube channel gets going uh, aggregated, I guess, as the techies would say, or distributed uh, through various uh, through various means. And then now there are app apps that play those, which which is you know then leads back to uh, your video. So it's it's crazy to see. I think the one thing that I'm noticing in the consciousness is that more and more artists are being able to totally embrace creating whatever they want to create, however they want to create, with with, with the least amount of excuses possible, Uh, whether it be a movie, whether it be, uh, you know, using like a free GarageBand app or... um, I mean, gosh, we can edit on our cell phones too. and move that window up. Oh. I don't want to take it off track. Yeah, I can't. Oh, oh, boy. Well, we have to open that up and... and uh... Um, yeah, probably there's either... It's a fuse or um, some things with the track or the mechanism inside the door. It's okay. We can figure it out. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> ABC. Trying to lose, like, just think It's about all right. It. It's all right. We are, by the way, the on the right side is the infamous uh, L.A. River, which I believe the... Uh, and Greece, the, the and Greece the, guys drove and, through, right? And the, yes, and on the other side of that is the uh, famous uh, uh, graveyard. Oh, really? Which which one is it? What's it called? I forget the name is of it. it. It's just the Hollywood something graveyard. Something lawns. Isn't the what? Style. What did you say? Oh, wait. I forget okay. the name of it, but I, I forget. But it's a it's a famous one. They they hold a. What the heck was that? I don't. And then on our right is the ABC That's, Studios. There's Disney. And some Disney. green umbrellas. See Mickey Mouse? Yeah, it's Disney Studios. Oh. Oh my god. Cafeteria is below there. Not to be confused with Mickey Moose, the Canadian mascot. Hello, Disney people. Where's Roy? I want to talk to Roy. Oh boy, where's Roy? I was going to try to work at the animation studio in Florida. Oh my god, that's awesome. Whoa, so do you know how to animate? Well, yeah, I'm not that great at it, though. I, I took Ooh. 2D animation, Ooh. and I was just like... What do you like to use? Uh, well, I mean, I used graphite a, and charcoal, but, like... A, but then I actually did, like, oh... There was just a... What would you see there? There, there was just a, 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 a post box. Uh-huh. Um, a, a, a post box, you know, like a... From what year? No, a, U, a UPS box. Just, <laughs> just in the middle... Like, it was in the middle of someone's, uh... Oh, Yard. Yeah, that's oh. where the little people on this block live. Ah, I see. <laughs> they need it, they you know, those. just so high. Just so, just so big. Yeah. 
There we go. That's funny. But yeah, that, that was so weird. Um, that was that. That is weird. I like doing 3D animation. Which it's very weird. I Tara is, Tara is uh, we actually have a little bit of a, uh, uh, of a, uh, how do I, how do I, how do I, oh my this? god. We have a, we have a little bit of a uh, concern. We're, we're trying to advance both of our lives right now to be a little bit more lucrative. Mm-hmm. We're trying to figure it out. Tara's background, she was trying to, uh, she was trying to ascend in, was, uh, was, uh, video game art design. Oh God, that would be great! I've been, oh wow. Well, she still wants to do it, but she not maybe in video game art design, maybe in FX, maybe animation. We're not sure. We know that the possibility of doing it out in LA is is there. We're just trying to get there. In the meanwhile, we also have a small opportunity, small, in Austin, Texas. I'm shooting for out here, but but then there's also a sort of pull that's pulling us to. Austin. It's a really interesting sort of tug of war. I'm, for me, I want it to be out here, Burbank. Mm-hmm. Well, and you can also have your other, uh, your, your other uh, mansion uh, utopia out there too. Hey, there you go. You Stor- your places. storage bin that's been, you know, subterranean storage uh, village. It's a two. Take it there really quickly. Look at the freaking houses that are out here. I know it's crazy. It's turning this way. Yeah, it's like tree houses, but for adults. This is like some of the oldest areas and everything. What's strange about it is there are there are there are places out here that run around a grand a month. You just gotta find them. Um, I love how these trees hang over the, the street. There's oh, yeah. just something really comforting about the, that. The beauty of this area of Burbank, yeah. Um, all sorts of interesting stuff. And this is the area I was born. I was I was born out here. I, I lived out here. Oh wow. I don't remember any of my time living out here. It's a small baby. You must be getting flashbacks. I can imagine that happening oh, once well. in a while. You're like, whoa, whoa, well, that's Vis- familiar. Visiting, visiting uh, grandparents and uh, other family that lived out here at the time, uh, the first five years of my life, uh, I, whenever, I, whenever I drive up to L.A., especially driving up to like, in a, more of an older area, uh, there, there are definitely flashbacks. Where are we heading? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. Are you going down or uptown or downtown, whatever the Burbank? No, Is this, that the direction you're going? I'm going to go up this way and then that way. Eventually, I wanted to hit a store called 99 Ranch. Got it. Your restrooms? Okay, we can go find the restroom. I was going to at Marokai, but I didn't want to wait. Yeah, there's a you, the, she, the only place that she could use the restroom at Marokai, unfortunately, was upstairs, and it was like a line. Mm. It's unfortunate. Well, it just takes a while. But anyway, so okay, so right now the the the, the tug of war besides mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Austin versus out here, mm-hmm. it's um, the how. We we want to we want to be out here, but we want to be lucrative. And then the idea is: Are we working for someone? Or are we working for us? Or right. are we working for multiple people working for us and freelancing and? just kind of in our own rhythm of doing things and the idea is to try to find what's what is the best course for ourselves and the sort of lifestyle that we want um and what we'd love to do is just create content well okay travel and create content that yeah absolutely that and you know that that stuff comes about just by i mean like with your animation skills and let's say if we were to blend together 
the, the Wizard Walk um, various characters that we've, you know, we got the uh, Reverend Mark um, um, animated character. We got the Lumi, you know, um, <laughs> Lumi the All Seeing Eye character. We got the the um, we got the the Wizard of L.A. character. Um, maybe my kaleidoscopic Jesus, or even the cosmic cowboy, or whoever the other guy was, a uh, yokayo. Um, and so it, that could be a fun little thing. Could you imagine just how cosmically, like, that could be an educational thing in itself? What if it's an educa- a cosmic educational show? You know, like Ga- the Gaia Channel. They they need content like any other channel would, or. Um, Geez, make a whole series of just short films of this kind of stuff and then release them or episodes release them as short films but really it's kind of a TV show so to speak you know it's, it's, it wouldn't be hard to like um, I'm sure everyone here would be cool with having a say, if, say for instance what if you could travel around the world for about three months mm-hmm. you just create content and then for another three months you're editing all that content together um you you edit you edit video together, so you 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 know you, you would need a team for that. Um, I'm certainly one of those individuals and everything who would be able to do that. My my Photoshop background, I'm, I'm learning uh, I'm learning um, I'm learning After Effects currently. Awesome. About to take a, a class in it. Um, but uh, I'm going to continue to learn After Effects. If someone said it was the Photoshop of uh, of uh, of of, of movies so yeah, like, the Photoshop the Photoshop of movies fuck I'm a Photoshop guy right learn that so I'm really dead set on becoming just as good at After Effects as I am at Photoshop and I have like decades of experience with Photoshop so wow so to but, apply that you're going to be able to actually directly fuse both of the Frankenstein those two together your Photoshop skills with the with the uh, editing skills, yeah, that's ab- cool. Absolutely, by I, using the After Effects. Yeah, I, and and it's it's also understanding Photoshop to a very precise sort of method. And so, I, if I can apply that same sort of perception within uh, within uh, After Effects, I, I can only imagine where I'm going to go. Like compositing, that's essentially After Effects in a nutshell. And compositing is an aspect of Photoshop that's uh, an everyday thing. Especially when you're swapping heads or fixing people's collars or, or um, removing. Hey, I don't want I, I don't want this douchebag individual in my photo. Can you take that out? Yes, give me twenty dollars. <laughs> you know, and um, and 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 there's that market for that. And like, what was it? Saturday, I, I made two hundred dollars doing Photoshop work for a friend of mine. Now. What's interesting is the amount of Photoshop work I did for this person wasn't $200. It was more. Mm. It should have been more. But this is a very good friend of mine, um, very good person, uh, source of inspiration. And um, and so I, I, I took the job, and I was really proud of myself with how quickly I got these, these images done. And... Um, the sort of mythology, the sort of method, modality that I used over and over and over to to advance in every single image, and it was like forty-two re-edits within whoa under yeah under it was under an eight-hour period. Whoa! So I got essentially like forty-two re-edits done. It's fucking a lot, uh, considering what I was doing, because 
this person would have it would have been a five hundred dollar jump mm. on uh, on Fiverr, and uh, yeah, I, I didn't them quite the uh, quite the. Um, have you put yourself onto Fiverr? No, I need to. Uh, Fiverr, I haven't had. All, I mean, I haven't figured out my 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 God honest truth. I, I haven't figured out Fiverr. Mm. I haven't figured out how to uh, to to essentially build a, my Fiverr account or how to manage it. I'm looking at Upworks. I'm looking at a, a couple of other places. Well, I was going to ask you if maybe there's some of those kind of uh, websites like that. I need to figure out how to kind of sort of build my uh, my profile and how to uh, promote myself. Tara, for a while, was on Keen uh, doing a... a oh, I'm still on there. I just haven't popped in. What Tara? is Keen? It's Tara, a psychic saying? card reading website. Really? Where people... Yeah, and I just, like... People will uh, instant message me on there, and I'll read their cards and type out and talk to them. Yeah. So you read their cards. What do you mean? They're tarot cards. You know how to read tarot cards? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that so is wild. fantastic. You two, both of you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh, my God. Do you read the same kind? or Because uh, um, I know there's a whole bunch of different... His. She yeah. does. Well, she, but she, it's the same type of deck. Do you have an oracle deck or a regular I, deck? I, have, I, I know how to read an oracle deck. Okay. I, have I, have, I have a regular... I don't have an oracle Bo- deck. Both, both of us have regular decks, and the only difference is Tara does the reverse and uh, right set up version and I only read everything yeah. from the right side up. Oh my god, what would be interesting if you it's both read tarot for a person at the same time? Oh my gosh, our own separate like to, readings. But, like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, to see how it all ties in together. Oh my gosh. That'd be really god, cool. that would be incredible. Yeah, that would be a fun, that would be a, a fun experiment. Yeah, oh my god, especially because you have your method, you got your method, mm-hmm. it'd be like this, and they sit between <laughs> you while you're over here, you're over here, and they're just That's caught in there. Cool. That would be badass. Ranch 89. Huh. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah, I do different I kinds of spreads, but... um. How long have you been doing it? Uh, since I was... Jeez. Since I was 13, I think. Oh my gosh. What got you into it? You know, I don't know. I was kind of drawn towards all of that. Like, I had this uh, Cornelius Agrippa thing. Cornelius? Thing. What's that? Um, It's like... It's this Cornelius Agrippa with this, was this guy in the occult. Like I was drawn to all this occult stuff, and, and I got a Ouija board. In fifth grade, what? is that what's why I wanted for Christmas? Was a Ouija board, and a couple other. His name was Cornelius. Uh, yeah, Cornelius Agrippa. You know it's so funny. So many times mm-hmm. when I because I, I used to be a substitute teacher for nine years, uh-huh. and these kids would ask me, Mister C, what's your first name? Oh, you got the green light. He's like, Mister. They'd be like, Mister C, what's your first name? And I go, Oh, Cornelius. Really? And I said I was named after uh, Cornelius from Planet of the Apes. I'd always use that as a joke. Not oh, that they nice. had, not that these kids had ever lived to see even the original versions, yeah. you know, or remember That's them. Cool. It was just so funny. That's so cool. Mine's kind of lame. I was named after a character on All My Children. Apparently. Oh, that's great. <laughs> what What was her name? Um, Tara. Oh, oh. So I just, you know. Oh, here we go. Hen- Henrik Cornelius Agrippa, I think. Wow. Yeah. And so what, what, he was a, a, an occultist? Scholar, theologian, polymath, occult writer. Um, wow. Yeah, a physician. Oh, a legal scholar, a soldier. Jeez, I didn't know all that. Check this out. Hey, Hold look, on. Ma, I'm a legal scholar. Hey, yeah. look, Ma, I got a diploma. I want to show you guys something. Um, so, driving through here, wow. you would think that this Whoa. place, there's, this is just, you know, 
feels like a back lot. Yeah, it, it, it is sort of, but what's really interesting Whoa. about it is a lot of, some of these places around here are, um, let me see if I can find it. There are stop animation studios all throughout this area. <gasps> interesting. Um, wow, these little back roads. A very good friend of mine works at one. Let's see if I can find it. It's not called Titmouse, is it? Oh. Um, I, I don't think so. But I do, I, that name it would make so, so much sense if it. Yeah, I would be like, of course, because my buddy, my buddy works at uh, this animation studio called Titmouse, oh, and it's kind of like in an area, kind of like that. Titmouse. Titmouse. What's the? What's your friend's name? Colin Fleming. Colin. Fleming. Why does that name sound familiar? He went to. Did you by any chance go to uh, Cal State? No. Oh, yeah, that's where he went. I thought maybe you might have known him from there. That name sounds. So Colin Fleming. So what is what is? He the, sounds like a, sounds like a superhero name. Well, yeah. he uh, he did. There's a retro sci-fi film I acted in, and I helped these guys out with. They, we all. Oh my gosh, these guys were amazing. Colin Fleming and my buddy John Garside. They edited this. We'd, he came up. They dreamed up this idea of doing a retro sci-fi film, uh, shot like inspired by Commando Cody and Flash Gordon, oh, cool. but they would oh, nice. shoot it as if it were made today. So we shot it in front of a green screen, and everybody was telling him, "No, no, you can't. You know, why don't you just make a romantic comedy on a couch with one camera and you know just in one house?" And they're like, "No, I don't want to do that. I want to make a, a sci-fi film." Right. So we're I, I learned so much about green screen and stuff, and it was so much fun. I'm running from. You know, I'm I'm just out there running from this invisible UFO, and Colin, you know, puts this this UFO chasing me down the down the uh, down this path, and my buddy had to rotoscope me, oh wow, frame by frame. Oh, he said it took him like eight weeks to Damn. rotoscope me, eight, just for for a, for a quick 15 second shot of me running up this path, and then Colin put this this like walking UFO that was chasing me, and. Uh, Anyway, it was amazing working with these guys and seeing what was possible. And uh, you're saying that your buddy works at an animation yeah, it's studio? Yeah, and it, we, we actually, I think we just passed it. But it's uh, it's in a place, It's it, this is where it is. It's, what kind of uh, stuff has he been working on lately? I, I, he, he hasn't told me anything, unfortunately. So um, I just know that it, essentially he works in these, uh, in these like sort of back... Uh, sort of a uh, lot areas. And, oh, and this is this is those areas. It's cool because it's kind of like right. secret back there. It's just yeah. you would not expect it. Yeah, there's a lot of little hidden um, uh, 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 places around here, and and there's a couple of uh, stop animation spots out of the back of here. So wait, so what? Do, do, are you friends with his friend? Uh, no, actually, I know who he is through, like... And then you want to do animation? Like that. Indoor shooting I, range. 3D animation would be nice, or even, like, you know, building if, if you listen, objects. Ooh, if you yes. listen, you can hear the gunfire. Can you? In the indoor firing sh- line? Indoor shooting range. Oh. oh, okay. Oh, firing line. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's crazy. Uh... I've never, I've never walked by a shooting range, an inner shooting range that where you I, couldn't hear. Yes. I think it'd be fun to, to uh, blend both 3D and 2D. Yeah. That would be cool. I, oh, I, yeah. There, there are shooting ranges uh, where you can walk into a room and uh, you're shooting at sort of a, a self-healing screen, mm-hmm. um, and there's a projection going up on the screen or like a uh, some sort of a projection, and it's like Whoa. a live drama. Oh, like yeah. oh my God! So like people Dude, so you could totally do like a zombie invasion type oh, yeah. of thing. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it's like a video game, but with, with a real with gun. Live ammo, yeah. yeah. What the hell? That's crazy. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, I miss 
I would. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, be awesome. The best <laughs> yeah. 2D animation. That was the big thing about it. Is like I just I don't know didn't have the patience for it. What do you like? What what program do you use for 3D animation? Uh, the 3ds Max and and mostly yeah. Like Maya for for building like organic objects, and then 3ds Max is better for like uh, like architecture and things like that for uh, hard hard objects. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I haven't learned Unity yet, but uh, getting there. Wow, man, yeah. this is so exciting! All the talent that's here. Um, have you guys worked on films and stuff? Never. I forgot to ask you. Never. Would love We've to. We've been in videos together, like on Untrained Slackers, like videos. From, like, YouTube. That's about show. it. <laughs> if you yeah. were uh, to to do stuff on a on a movie, like what what kind of stuff would you hmm. prefer? Oh my God, that's I a would. Good question. Um, anything that would hire me. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you where do you feel like you'd most be able to shine? Like, if they said, "Oh, do part of the production uh, design team, or part of the uh, um, um, art art, uh, you know, the art department, or the um, uh, the you know, music, maybe doing the soundtrack, or um, I think the, acting." I think the uh, place that I have the best of the best value is anywhere where Photoshop would be required. Mm. Um, and if it, especially if it's something between uh, setting up uh, composite shots uh, for the. So you know uh, Premiere, you know some After Effects. Yeah, I know a little bit of After Effects. I know I know how to apply. I know why uh, it's important the, the applications between uh, After Effects and Photoshop. So in theory, I could I could actually help out with that. Um, there's a ton of stuff I could probably do on set. Uh, during the actual filming because of my f- photography background. Oh, a set photographer. Oh, yeah. yeah, because of oh my, my god. Well, not even f- uh, set photographer, but just knowing how to set up the shot, being the stylist. Oh, or, gotcha. Or the prop, or the guy that you know knows how to set the props up, or, or the light heads. Like years of years of doing. Was working in light like a gaffer? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a lighting department? Little, yeah, you know, there's a, there's a lot of different things I could do. Um, my my problem is that I just don't have the experience in those things. But um, as far as Applying my uh, my uh, my value mm-hmm. to uh, to to that sort of environment. Oh yeah, it's, it's limitless. I, I believe. And Tara can do pretty much everything except, including you know, writing scripts and, uh, and oh, acting, awesome. directing, and she's she's amazing. <laughs> can produce an entire movie just by herself. It's oh, incredible. Figure it out. No, no, I don't. <laughs> Stop it. So you're so video the videos you've shot. This is the uh, oh gosh, forgive me. What's that title? You just said it a little bit ago. Uh, uh, and Sorry. you talked about it on the on the radio too. Um, understated or what the heck was the name? Oh, here? untrained slackers. Untrained slackers. Okay. Uh-huh. Wow, wow, wow. Is it like a series? Do they follow or or is it like more of like sort of an art collective kind of thing? We're trying to make it into a series of just like trying to you know get a video out at once a week. You know, is the goal. Oh, that's great. Um, and just have like it's just a story, you know, uh, beginning, middle, and end. And uh, usually, just the, now it's like building, you know, different Lego sets, uh, having a story around it, and then it gets destroyed in some interesting manner at the end. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh so. my God, that's great. There's so much room for all kinds of crazy stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, once you learn After Effects, uh-huh. imagine you start blending together the 2D with. With that, where uh-huh. you now you got this like you know this other thing talking to him. Totally. Oh my god, oh, this is. look at the animation down for that. Yeah. Oh yeah, heck, even the the the, the score. Um, she now, do you play any instruments? I 
do, but not like. But what do you like? What do you like to just even tinker with for that matter? Maracas? Um, are we talking? Yeah. Harmonica. Well, it's, it's keyboard and uh, keyboard and the guitar. Um, guitar. Guitar. <laughs> so yeah. do so. Uh, do you utilize those songs in your un, in untrained slackers? No, no, I'm not that good. Not that. Well, good. Uh, have you come up with some some melodies, some ditties? Have you co you know collaborated with On one another? On the keyboard a little bit. We've you know tried to figure out some stuff. Just come up with some really cool melodies on keyboard and everything. We but we've never actually recorded anything. It'd be a wonderful team up. What kind of recording equipment do you guys have? Uh, currently, uh, currently the recording equipment that I have well, we is... We have the Olympus, and then we have... Uh, I have a portable Olympus recorder, and then uh, a condenser, uh, USB condenser mic, and, and my laptop. Um, so there's that. Uh, and limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but, uh, but I make it work. And our phones. Our phones. Surprisingly, these are pretty good recording yes. devices. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. You, you, you already know that. <laughs> I work by Victrola. <laughs> this is my Victrola. Say hello. Hi. <laughs> so uh, now, with the music that you create, do you, have you ever come up with a melody that fits along with the, something he's uh, a riff he's come up with? Have you ever come up with a melody that, to a riff that she's come up with? Have you ever, you know? Yeah. Like with Cirque Noir, maybe. Well, in fact, did you help me with Cirque Noir? Not so much in Cirque Noir, but more um, of Asharia. But Asharia definitely. She, she oh, that's helped, awesome. She helped me out a lot in Asharia. Um, just I would be, I'd be stuck on a vocal melody, and I would need, I need to step out of myself and listen to her. Vocal idea. melodies, lyrics. Uh, lyrical, like, like I would yeah, say I would, a few I would, lines, I would, but then a, he would like chop it up and like you know add to it. Boom! Yeah. There it is. Yeah, it's and just, she she's come up with some really help me and help me and help me stick to directions that. Um, I may have gone off the beaten path, but uh-huh. I, it's hard to explain. It's like, and it goes back into that whole aspect of like synchronistic sort of. Uh, did you see some of these places? Yeah, there's one called Vintage Oddities. Yeah, like, it is pretty cool. I want to show you this. You can join twins work there. Really? No, Aww. but it'd be fun. Like if it, yeah, it would. Look at that old ass thrift store. Oh yeah, American. Old ass thrift store. That sounds like something out of like one of those old Eddie Murphy movies. Come out to the old ass thrift store. Ah, the old ass thrift store. <laughs> Come on. There's a lot of very interesting shops around there. Yeah. So do you, do you ever? How often do you play your uh, keyboard? Uh, every once in a while. I really should play it more often. About once like, a month. Because if you so just just for kicks, if you're just riffing along on it, well, number one, I'd love to even have thirty seconds of that to play on the radio. Number two, you're riffing along. I'm sure he would come up with some melody before you know it. You come up with some melody, and then it creates this whole extra band. I mean, that could be in one of the Wizard uh, Wizard Walk, Walkers uh, uh, songs. I could see that. Yeah. You know, you guys could be the sort of the the, the, the Johnny Appleseed of the growth of that of, of that musical aspect. And just gotta believe. Gotta believe. And the magic was inside you. The whole I love time. the idea bubble. of. And the magic was inside <laughs> you. The whole time. What is bubble head? Bubble head. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, what is bubble head? Trespass if you dare. The it's robots will kill head. you. Is bubble head a club? <laughs> Let's try to walk in. Should we try? Yeah, I think it's a club. Bubble head. Bubble head. It might be where they make clones purple. of people. Ah, it could be all of them. All of them together. All it's every, a clone of you, but everybody. it has a bubble head. So Clo- it's really it's like, a clone of everybody. Yeah. It's like Noah's Ark. <laughs> the island. 
bubble. The island. <laughs> yeah. And take your organs. Right. So it'd be so interesting. I always thought how cool it'd be is to put down, uh, together a band of just really unique instruments that you'd never expect would play together, like a koto and a glackenspiel or like, cool. a, you yeah. know, oh, just these interesting... Um, a theremin. Oh, God, a theremin, yes. Maybe a harpsichord while we're at it. You get all these interesting... Uh, a sitar? Wait, did you say kitar? Yeah, I said kitar. Oh, yeah, a kitar. <laughs> kitar and a sitar. sitar. Oh, maybe a didgeridoo, too. And then some yeah. really unique percussion. Voice changers over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Some voice changers, some great modulations. Have you ever thought about... Have you ever... Uh, of course you've thought about Burning Man. But go, but going to Burning Man, I've been looking more and more into that. Like, how to... How to how to make your way over to it. Um, yeah. What sort of uh, or what sort of uh, camp groups you can uh, you can bunk up with? Yeah, yeah I'm trying to figure that out myself. Yeah, because like you got to bring enough food or whatever provisions for a whole week, and then you take everything back with you. So you got to make sure that whatever you drive out there, you can fit all these trash bags. And... And Giant Rock is kind of like the same thing in a lot of ways. Oh. You you go out there with the intent of bringing everything back with you, except for your poop. Mm. Um, and uh, you just you, you just bury that, bury that mm-hmm. just bury that Turn deep somewhere. Don't don't worry about burying it so deep. Just, just bury it deep. There's, <laughs> there's thing there's a thing traditionally in the desert where they say don't bury your poop. Mm. Uh, Throw it at the rocks instead. I think it, that's the other well, extra part. Put of it in a put it in a bag and take it with you. And I, oh. and, but as as somebody who has studied bioremediation. Mm-hmm. And micro, you know, mi- yeah. mi- and, and microbio, and my, uh, microbi- oh, I can't even talk right now. But um, 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 microbiology. Bi- Thank you, microbiology. <laughs> I wanted to say my, I want microbiology, but oh, I, yeah. I kept on saying microbiotics. But uh, microbiology, I, I would disagree with that. I, I think it's okay to bury your poop. Yeah. And unfortunately, if you it's like fertilizer, right? if you end up having to dig through the top of a Aunt Connie, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, but... Oh, by the way, did you guys know you're right near where I live? Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, here. If you could turn uh, left on oh, he here. 